All right, everybody, welcome to Sideline Spectator Season 2, Episode 44. Jake Smith, Austin Covington, no Sam Kell, of course. But in the third chair today, we're going to have Joey Flam with uh, – Joey, I mean, do you want me to, you know – with Joey, it's Joey Flam with Flam Aesthetics. I usually, you know, say that Cove is, uh, you know, of Austin Covington Electrical. Um, yeah, it's not. A, it's a made-up business. Don't just, worry. Uh, just under the table, yeah. Um, but uh, Joey, thanks for joining us. Um, we're gonna do. We're gonna do opening takes. We're gonna do the the whole running backs not getting paid thing. It's becoming. I actually think it's becoming a little bit of an issue now. Um, uh, I I used to not believe in paying running backs or anything like that, but we'll get into that. We'll get into Jets hard knocks. Uh, talk about the NFL executives' top tens, uh, mainly the quarterbacks and wide receivers are the two that I actually care about to talk to. Talk about uh, DeAndre Hopkins to the Titans. Then we're going to draft at the end. Everybody knows last week how controversial uh, our draft was or or pop. Oh, no. And uh, we're going to draft top. Five music artists of all time can be band, can be individual, group, whatever. And uh, I'm sure Sparks are going to fly with that. But, uh, Cove, oh, nice. speaking of which, you won the pitching rotation draft from yep. last week. And also the poll that I put out, Michael Jackson or Taylor Swift, Michael Jackson won. So There you go. Shout out to me. So. Shout out to myself. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yep. Joey, your opening take, what do you got? All right. So my opening take isn't really a take. It's more of a question um, because with all the recent running back controversy and all the contracts that have been going on, my question is going to be, what do you guys think the running back position is going to look like in five to ten years? Um, I've been listening to some other podcasts, um, reading some articles that kind of talks about – and someone brought up actually a really interesting point that they said that they thought in five to ten years the running back position would be like the current fullback position. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's very interesting. Um, and then another take was that – they felt like high school and college running backs were going to go into the draft or go into college with more of like a, like an athlete tag rather than a running back tag. So um, I, I just wanted to get your thoughts on that because I have, I know I personally have my own thoughts with the way the contracts are going. Everybody knows it was Saquon. It was mm-hmm. uh, Josh Jacobs. Mm-hmm. And was there a third one? Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard. Yeah. So those three guys did not reach a contract extension uh, by the deadline yesterday. Uh, a lot of people, you know, Christian McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, uh, guys like that, you know, sounded off on it. Uh, Derrick Henry, I've actually got his quote in, in front of me. Uh, at this point, just take the RB position out of the game then. The ones that want to be great and work hard as they can give you their all to an organization just seems like it don't even matter. I'm with every RB that's fighting to get what they deserve. Um, my opinion on it, because I, I have been in the camp of that. I don't believe that running backs matter all that much. And me and Sam have gone through the list of the past Super Bowl, like teams that have won the Super Bowl. And it was, it, I mean, this was months ago, but it was like, you know, none in the last, I think we went back 15 years and none of them made over like X amount of million of dollars. And it was a very low number. Um, kind, of, kind of like, you know, the quarterback thing where you want to build a team best you can 
around a quarterback that's on his rookie contract because then that money can be spread around into other positions. So, you know, you can kind of make a correlation with that. Anyways, I think it is getting out of hand, even though I have, I'm diehard, don't pay a running back a second contract. I still believe that. I think the two things can be relatively different. I mean that as in the whole Derrick Henry, right? He's an anomaly, right? He, he's one of those guys that you look at and you're like, that dude is a once in give or take generational player. We haven't seen a running back like him at 6'3", 200 and whatever he is, 50 pounds. I don't know what he is. You don't see a running back like that every year in the draft or anything like that. Those guys don't just grow on trees. So with guys like that, and he's a 2,000-yard rusher, it's like, okay, yeah, probably pay that guy. Now, guys like Josh Jacobs, I know he had a really good year this past year. I'm not forking out that money. Like, I would, if he was on the Patriots, I, I would have let him walk. So, like, for me, I'm thinking of, okay, are these guys on the Patriots? Would I be willing to let these guys walk? Josh Jacobs, yes. Uh, Tony Pollard, I love Tony Pollard. I want him in fantasy this year. Would I let him walk? Yeah, I'd probably let him walk because I think you can find a guy like Tony Pollard in the draft or free agency relatively cheap. I mean, I, I just think that the running back, the, the, the money that these running backs are wanting, they don't correlate. I don't think it's worth it. Are they worth, you know, $20 million over, you know, three years or something like that? Yeah, sure. Yeah, Josh Jacobs, Saquon, I'd, I'd pay those guys that. But not the Derrick Henry four years, $50 million. And I think that's the difference. So, yeah, I, I would agree with that. I Up until probably, I don't know, five, six years ago, I would I would have disagreed with you, Jake, on the second contract for the running back. But now, as time has progressed and, and you see the game changing to being more more pass heavy and, and the running back is, is not as involved anymore, I now I now do look at it the same way. And then Joey, what you said about the, the other uh, podcast opinion on that the running back will be like a fullback in five years. That's a really good correlation in my mind, because this is something else too, that I'm thinking this is going to affect. And obviously it will, but this is going to affect all ages of football. Kids aren't going to want to be running backs anymore. Uh, So, so you're seeing all this happen, but if you're, if your kid, okay, if your kid's playing football and they have a, a chance to go to college or be a professional football player and you're choosing between a wide receiver and a running back. Well, nine mm-hmm. times out of 10 now, people are going to go that wide receiver route because of the money they're getting. They're more involved in the game as opposed to a running back nowadays. Now, uh, and, and correct me if I'm wrong and I, I'm, I don't remember where I saw this graphic, but I'm, I'm almost certain that the, the rookie, uh, Bajan Robinson, is going to be the highest paid annual running back this year. Is that right? Uh, for rookies, yeah, for sure. Because no, no, he was, he okay. was the first take it, taken off the board. In terms of running backs, no way. Absolutely okay. not. All right. All right. Yeah, you're, well, on ball, you're on ball sack sports on that one. Okay. All right. Gotcha. <laughs> um, but so real quick, so for I think the Saquon deal, he turned down $11 million a year. Is that what it was? Yeah, I think – 
I can't remember. I feel like there's been like two contracts offered to him uh, before, and one was higher than what what the previous one was or something like that. I mean, he's going to make way more. I think he's going to make like 15 or 16 million bucks this year. So in terms okay. of a one-year deal, yeah, I mean, he's getting a crap ton yeah. of money. So I have it here that he turned down uh, $13 million per year with only $19.5 million guaranteed, which I remember it being right around that ballpark. But, I mean, like the conversation we've had, I mean, it's tough. And his injuries. I mean, let's be honest. Can you blame the Giants? It's it's tough. I had him in fantasy, so I felt the heartbreak. So I know exactly what the Giants are feeling, give or take. So, um, no, I I just thought it was super interesting because I, I had seen it over and over again. It was on so many things that I read or on podcasts. And I was like, you know what? That's interesting because we hear that conversation about – and I always think about this conversation in the sake of Debo Samuels. You know, just because of him, I mean, he is, he's just that he's an athlete. So it's like, okay, our college is going to go for that type of player and then just put him in multiple positions. Is that going to translate to the NFL? And then, like you said, COVID's just going to trickle down. So um, I'm curious to see how it plays out. Right. And we all know the reason why players hold out. I mean, they want more money. They want that long-term security. So I've thought about that multiple times. Like, why don't they just the, the players association just fight to have that franchise franchise tag worth more money give them a higher hit that's going to you know just incentivize a contract but who are we i mean they'll figure it out one of these days surely Cove, what's your opening take probably gonna think the same but i was like who the hell cares about hard knocks oh I who do. cares oh i love oh, hard I knocks do. i love okay, hard same. Knocks. yeah same okay well me I, to be honest with you i don't even know if i've ever watched an episode not so, not one time, but yeah, but what? So I'm guessing it has a lot to do behind the scenes. Uh, you know, it 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 shows a lot of the things that I guess go on through, uh, you know, I guess a whole season. But I haven't seen anything, and they were talking about like how bad Hard Knocks was going to be this year, and I'm like, you know, who cares really? I mean, it's the Jets. I mean, okay, you're you're going to to film Aaron Rodgers on his uh farewell to her when he's going to lose in the first round so let me know how how that goes at the end of the year but but go ahead Drake. yeah it, and we can get into the jets hard so we've not opening takes we've knocked off two subjects uh yeah i love hard knocks i know joey loves hard knocks me and him talk about it every single year um year. i mean i, I literally i mean cuff i download hbo max it's just max now but i download hbo max or just for uh, it up for it for one month every single year, just just gotcha. to be able to watch Hard Knocks. Is it preseason? Yes. Yeah. It's it follow, follows training camp. Yeah. So first, yeah, first three weeks. Um, I think that like last year's Hard Knocks was the best one in my opinion. In let's say that was twenty twenty two. I think that was the best one in twelve years because the most recent best one was the Jets. The Jets had it back-to-back years in 2009 and 2010. Both years, they made it to the AFC Championship game with Mark Sanchez. Those two hard knocks were the best I've ever seen. Last year's, it bounced back. The Lions was really good. I mean, of course, with a character like Dan Campbell and those psychopaths you know, assistant coaches that he has. But um, I think that and, – and, and, Joey, I think me and you talked about this – they're not like I think that people are almost overhyping it. They're not going to follow Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. They're going to get him for a quote or two. They're like you're going to watch him throw in practice. 
the cove like hard knocks follows you know four to five guys every single they follow like two rookies they'll follow an undrafted guy and they'll follow a vet that plays like a skill position they they, they literally run the same play every single year that's what they're going to do they never follow the quarterback never follow the even back when the jets had it uh those back-to-back years in nine and ten Mark Sanchez, it, to my memory, he was not followed, and he was like he had a couple quotes. That that was pretty much it. Um, so like this, I think that the media is just like you know building it up because it is a big deal, and and Salah's great, and they have a great team around, and like a really good defense, good skill players, all that stuff. But like this whole stuff, like oh, we're gonna get to know like Aaron Rodgers even better. It's like no, we're not. You know who we're going to get to know? We're going to get to know Garrett Wilson. We're going to get to know Zach Wilson and Sala. And then we're going to get to know a bunch of rookies and random, you know, undrafted free agents. That's what it's going to be. Yeah. But I think it's going to be good. I do. I do too. I think this season, I, I'm personally excited for it because it's it's the perfect storm. So you have this weird Jets offseason. You have this uh, – I mean – Depending on who you ask, the Jets, I think they somewhat overperformed to compared last year to what we thought they were going to be. You have them getting Rodgers, let's be honest, who whoever thought he would have ended up there. I personally didn't think he would. I thought he would have stayed at Green Bay. He would have just been dramatic up until that point. And then Hard Knocks, they, they ended up being one of the finalists. So I think it's just one of those things where a perfect storm happened and then they're talking about it because it's Rodgers and his antics and the way he normally acts. Me and Jake talked about this, and I agree. I don't think we'll get much from it, but it'll be really cool to see behind the scenes with the dynamic of the team shifting because, like you said, Sala. And then I'm personally excited to see Sauce Garner because I just think he's just – he he has a good personality. So I think – I really hope that they follow him and we get a few good quotes out of that. Yeah, Sauce, I, I forgot to mention him. He's definitely mm-hmm. one million percent. If 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 you're able to put, you know, Vegas odds on it or whatever, I'm putting my mortgage that they're going to be following Sauce Gardner for sure. He's going to be the characters in it. Okay, so my opening take is a question for both of you LeBron sexuals. Oh, oh God. see, I would have came did on you to my breath a little different. Yeah. Did, did you – I know. Dude, I, I didn't had hear it, Art. Right. I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. I'm going to go and say, I didn't hear it. You know what I'm talking about. I didn't oh, hear goodness. it. I, I'm not going to listen to it. Don't care. Don't care, dude. All right, so, so my question. Code. I got my, this code. My, my, my question to both of you, is LeBron James the most egotistical athlete of all time? Does he, as in – this I know he does great things in the community that has nothing to do with being egotistical. Is he the most egotistical athlete ever in terms of the way that he talks about himself is so nauseating? Um, man, I, I'm, I'm. Do you want me you, to play it? Do you, I mean, come, I'm having, you haven't heard it. I've, I'm I've heard bits and pieces of it. Recorded. It, it's 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 whatever. But have you heard of a guy named Terrell Owens? He was pretty egotistical. I, I'd say he's sure. more egotistical than, than LeBron. But, but yes, but the thing is, is that that's what I'm saying. T.O. knew that he was – he knew the character that he played. Yeah. LeBron, dude, for whatever reason, doesn't realize how – and I've said it on here. He is the most unintentionally funny athlete to <laughs> ever exist. He doesn't know when he's being hilarious. 
And, and it's the same thing when he talks about us. I'm going to play it because, Cove, apparently you haven't heard all of it. So here we go. I'm going to play it. Oh, Nobody, ESPYs don't sue us. Listen, you can, you can love me. And I, and I know some of you hate me as well. But the one thing you will always do um, is, res- is respect me and appreciate uh, the way I approach the game. Can we hold on for just two seconds here? Can we hold on for two seconds? Okay, so <laughs> let's just. Let's I mean, you gotta respect him. I mean, I, I mean, and I know some of you hate me as well. Oh, hold on, hold on. So you can you can love me, and I, and I know some of you hate me as well. Like, dude, like, first off, why why do you need to say that? Like, I know some of you love me, some of you hate me, but like, some of you love me. But the one thing you will always do um, is is respect me and appreciate. Okay, so 99.9% of the time in the real world, if you want respect from somebody, you don't say, hey, I want respect from you. Like, Joey, you respect me, right? Like, it's just one of those things. Not right now. Where, yeah, it's just like one of those things <laughs> where you don't ask for respect for somebody or you're like, you know, you can love me or hate me, but regardless, you're going to respect me. It's like, what, what are we doing? What are we doing? Let's listen to wrestling. Uh, the way I approach the game and what I've given to this game. Um, thank you. I'm so proud of these two men standing right behind me tonight. Oh, See, they're on their own basketball journey. And no matter how far they choose to go, they're not cheating this game. And that inspires me. Drug test tomorrow. When the season ended, um, <laughs> I said I wasn't sure if I was going to keep playing. Here we go. And I know a lot of experts told you guys what I said, but I'm here now speaking for myself. In that moment, I'm asking myself if I can still play without cheating the game. Can I give everything to the game still? Truth is... I've been asking myself this question at the end of the season for a couple years now. I just never openly talked about it. I don't care how many more points I score or what I can or cannot He's do. He's being so dramatic, The real dude. question for me is, can I play without cheating this game? The day I can't give the game everything on the floor is the day I'll be done. Lucky for you guys, that day is not today. Lucky for you guys. Sorry. I mean, holy smokes. I mean, (laughs) you got this, Coach. That has got to be so fun. Lucky for you guys, I'm not retiring. And first, (laughs) and and also, what's he talking about at at the halfway point where he's like, you know, a lot of experts have said this. What are you talking about, dude? You've told us a million times you want to play with your son, so we know you're not retiring. And he's making this whole dramatic thing that he's going to retire like every single year. It's like, no, you've already told us. Like he makes up this stuff in his head that, like, oh yeah, everybody thinks I'm going to retire and all this stuff. Like, oh, you know. And it's like, dude, nobody has nobody's even said anything remotely close to that. But yeah, the the best part of it, and Cove, you can go after this. The best part of it. It was the end of that. I mean, him saying, like, lucky for you guys, that's not right now. It's like, dude, the game of basketball goes on without LeBron James. Go ahead, Cuff. Go ahead. Go well, ahead. No, no, Joey, you you go ahead. No, no, Cuff, you've got it. You've got it. Well, I mean, so, yeah, exactly. See, you guys no. are just passing the buck back and forth because you're like, yeah, I mean, he is pretty e- egotistical. All right, look, look, look. All right, so the original question, is he egotistical? Yes. Okay. Yeah, a but, uh, okay. Yeah. I a agree. lot of a, a lot of people are. A lot of famous people are. Uh, 
Um, but I think also, I don't know. I just always go back to people like us, normal, common, everyday people can't, can't even relate to LeBron on a personal level. Like it, it his, you know, being a, a pr- basketball prodigy at 16 years old and, and having all these expectations, it, it, it doesn't happen. Nobody else has gone through it. So he's, he's like an anomaly and, in, in in that way. Um, but yeah, I mean, okay. Yeah. It was kind of cringe him saying that, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to retire or whatever. Like you said, Jake, we knew that, but he, LeBron is also part of the propaganda and media machine. They, they wanted LeBron to come out there at the ESPYs. That's why they did that. They're, let's see what LeBron will say about it. it. was probably, they probably put out a report saying that oh LeBron's thinking about retiring so that he could come on the ESPYs and do something like that. I, I wouldn't be surprised at all. But he and something else he's telling you is and like I said a while back during the playoffs, LeBron himself has finally realized that that his age is starting to catch up to him. He he understands enough that okay, I'm 38 years old what I give to the game is still more than 99% of the league, but he's looking at it as a decline himself because he's not what he once was. Sure. So he's, he's second guessing him, his, himself probably from, from, you know, that team going on a good second half run, you run out of, you run out of gas and, and let's just call it what it is. You're, you're running mates, Anthony Davis, who you can't rely on uh, and can't trust as a, as a one or hardly a two anymore. Um, so he was just tired. He he was tired and frustrated, and he was like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. But I'm sure if I had been playing in the league 20 years and a lot of those years it doesn't end in a championship, yeah, I'm I'm probably tired when the expectation of me is to win a championship every year. So, I, I mean, I get it. I, I get it. Do, you know do what, I, Cuff? He should have just sent a fax to the, ex, to the ESPYs that said, I'm coming back. Like Michael did, like just right, real simple. Right. He just sent us like a little message. Okay, hold on. The that top is two just completely different things. Those and are just two said, I'm coming back. <laughs> what are you talking about? Okay, first <laughs> off, those are two completely different things. One, Michael Jordan they was actually retired from the I'm NBA. You from the NBA. <laughs> Look, and I got Le- you messed LeBron, up. <laughs> nobody is even talking about him retiring, and he just no. There are on national television, and is like. You know what? Lucky for you guys. Lucky for you, Jamoke down there. I'm not retiring. <laughs> you didn't say that. <laughs> I tell you what. I tell you what, dude. Lucky for you and lucky for the listeners. I'm not quitting podcast. <laughs> there you go. You heard it here first. You heard well, it and here my first. Thing, yeah. My thing is, is listening to that because I heard it. I was hoping it wasn't going to get brought up on this because <laughs> when I heard that stuff, <laughs> when I, I kind of was too, I, to be honest. Man, yeah. when I. Sometimes when LeBron says things and and does things like this, I, I I'm a, I'm a lot like Cove, big LeBron stan. I've been that way since you know middle school days when I was watching him on the Cavs when he was first in the league. And it's one of those things like sometimes he just says and done does things where I'm like, you know what, I I can't really defend it. So I just I go into hiding for a short amount of time. I'm like, you know what, yeah, it's I, like Tom, it's like with me, Tom, yeah, it's like with me when Tom Brady kisses his kids. It's like, well, I can't defend exactly, that. right, exactly. Yeah. So. We- we You're can't just relate like stats, to that guy. Super Bowls, and and yeah, I cringe at some of the stuff he says. But like I said, mm-hmm. it's it's just part of it. I mean, yeah. it's it's part of it. The Aspies uh, loved it because it gave them attention. Yeah, 
Uh, DeAndre Hopkins to the Titans real quick. Uh, two years, $26 million deal. They can escalate up to give or take $33 million. Believe it or not, believe it or not, this is a really good deal. I think it's a really good deal. Is it going to help the Titans? Yeah. Is it going to make that big of a difference? No, I don't think so. Uh, I think I did like not, I'm not trashing the Titans. They just have way more holes to fill. They, I mean, receiver was by far their number one hole that they needed to fill um, yeah. apart from quarterback. But uh, the receiver room sucked. They have a lot of holes on offense and on defense. Their offensive line is trash. Uh, the secondary on their defense, not very good. But so Hopkins moves the needle a little bit, but this doesn't fix like what the Titans are or <clears throat> what they're going to be. Because, I, I mean, this is the right move for them to do. I mean, Hopkins, he's going to be 31 this entire season, which is fine, and then he's going to be 32 next year. It's a short deal. Like, Mike Vrabel and whoever the new GM is, Joey, I, I can't remember his name, but um, yeah. I think it's a great job by them. Like, hey, we'll pay you the money that you're looking for, but it only needs to be like a two-year deal. Because usually around like age 32, 33, the wheels really start falling off of guys, especially the dudes that play the outside receiver position. So in terms of an actual deal, I think it's awesome. It's going to help the Titans, but this isn't going to solve the tie. Like the Titans aren't going to the AFC Championship just because of this move. They have a lot more fish to fry. Yep. Do you think it pushes them to the edge where they could take the AFC South, or do you think that's still the Jaguars or the Colts? Well, like I, I think this moves the Titans like to number two. Like I, I think that the two spots should belong to the Titans now. So does that? Do, I mean, shoot, does that get you a you know a wild card bid? It might, depending on how the season shakes out. I mean, the AFC is still stupid ta- uh, packed. You know what I mean? Um, but I think I think now, like I think the Titans are better than the Colts. I think the Colts. Uh, I think the Colts are overrated every year, but. Um, the, I mean, the Texans, they're, they're years away. I th- the Texans are going to be a problem here in about three or four years. That's a fact. The Texans are going to be the problem. But as of right now, no. The Jaguars are the biggest, you know, competition for the Titans. And I agree. I mean, Trevor Lawrence made a massive jump after not having, you know, that idiot Urban Myers as a, uh, as a head coach after just one year. So there's no telling how he's going to look now. But, I mean, yeah, I, the move is good. They needed to make a move. However, Julio Jones, Robert Woods, and now hopefully it doesn't happen to DeAndre Hopkins. If we want to go back further, Joseph, you remember this. Randy Moss didn't work out, played yeah. like three games. Ray yeah. Johnson didn't work out, uh, retired like halfway through the season or something crazy like that. I just quit in the middle of the year. Oh, I I mean, it's just, it's kind of one of those things that might become a thing with the Titans where it's like, let's get an aging receiver and just hope that a different verse is played with these guys. But so far it hasn't, but I think Hopkins is completely different than like those guys in their stages of their career. I think like Woods has, you know, he's, he's been hurt, banged up, his whole career uh, in his 30s. Andre Johnson was like, I mean, he had already played like 12 or 13 years in the league. Uh, Randy Moss, same exact thing. I mean, he got cut from the Patriots that year. He got uh, cut from the Vikings, and then the Titans uh, picked him up. So, like, he was done. Then he took a year off of football and came back for a year. 
Um, Julio Jones, I mean, we saw he barely did anything with the Bucks last year with Tom Brady. So, like, obviously it wasn't the Titans or anything like that. So, I think that you're getting DeAndre Hopkins. He looks like he's still in his – I mean, not prime, prime DeAndre Hopkins because that dude was the best receiver in the league probably. But, I mean, dude, he's still top ten. I mean, he missed, guys, he yeah. missed six games last year and still had 1,000 yards receiving. Oh, okay, yeah. That's, yeah. For, 12, for a 12-game span, so from week seven through week 18, he had the most receiving yards and receptions from that point on out, mm-hmm. out of anybody. Dude can still ball. So I don't think it, I, I that's why I keep saying this whole two-year thing is fantastic for the Titans because they're going to be able to cut ties with them after next year and, you know, not have to quote unquote lose anything or pay him like a, a crazy contract like these guys are getting. Um, speaking of which, the NFL executives do – I don't want to do the whole Madden thing because Madden's Madden. Uh, NFL execs did their top tens at each position. Uh, execs, coaches, uh, scouts, junk like that. They ranked top ten. I just want to talk about the quarterbacks and receivers. Quarterbacks, top ten. Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow. This is in order. Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, Trevor Lawrence, Dak Prescott, Matthew Stafford. Honorable mentions. I'll go ahead and say the honorable mentions before we talk about it. Uh, Deshaun Watson, Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff, Derek Carr, Tua. Okay. I'll go first. I got a little bit of an issue. The top three are 100% correct. Patrick Mahomes, one. Joe Burrow, two. Josh Allen, three. Even if Josh Allen was two and Burrow was three, I would still agree with the list. I think they're 2A, 2B type thing. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, based off of what happened last year, is not number four. He's still top ten. He's not number four. It's crazy that, like, why is Jalen Hurts lower than Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers didn't even make the playoffs last year. Had a losing record. And and only threw, like, 24 touchdowns or something like that. Jalen Hurts took his team to the Super Bowl and was two seconds away from winning it. Like, I don't know why that's any day. And Jalen Hurts broke the uh, rushing record for a quarterback in a season. So it's like, what what are we doing here? Justin Herbert should be – Sam, whatever. Justin Herbert should be lower uh, than five. He's not – he has – he's – he throws the ball really well and stuff. I love Justin Herbert. Y'all know I'm a big Justin Herbert guy. He should not be number five on this list. So Hertz should be four. Uh, based on what he did last year, Trevor Lawrence should probably be five. Uh, Lamar six, Ro- uh, Herbert seven, Rogers eight, Jared Goff nine. And he was. I not- knew you'd have the golf. I he, knew you'd have golf in the top. He, based off of last year, yeah, absolutely. Yep. yep. Um, and ten, I don't know. Dak Prescott, I guess, just just cause. Matthew Stafford being in the top 10 is, and Drake is going to listen to this, Matthew Stafford being in the top 10 is insane. That is crazy talk. I don't understand how he got, like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, yes, they're executives, coaches, scout, all, all that stuff. So, like, I guess they know better than us. No, 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 no. I know what I saw from Matthew Stafford last year. And what I saw was, 
Mac Jones is what I saw out of Matthew Stafford last year if I'm calling a spade a spade. Um, yeah, I can agree with that. Now, obviously, coming off of the Super Bowl, you could have Matthew Stafford in your top 10 two years ago. But yep. uh, agree, agreed with you based off of last year, no, and injuries, no. Uh, I, I agree. I pretty much agree with the the top ten as far as you know. Other than Stafford, maybe you know, I'm I'm with you. You know, you can throw you can the guy. Throw yeah, the guys. Or, yeah, the guys that are in there should be in there. Besides in there, Matthew yeah, Stafford, Matthew Stafford. Yeah, and and like I said, I think Prescott is always a fringe. I consider him. I consider Prescott like the cutoff. Like he's the cutoff of what separates. I guess the you got your elite good average bad like like Dak Prescott is the median in there is usually how I judge him um but yeah agreed Rodgers being four once again guys this is all based on just Aaron Rodgers hype for no reason like you said Trevor Lawrence had a better year last year Jalen Hurts definitely had a better year last year uh Lamar Jackson uh coming back has a chance to probably be better than Aaron Rodgers this year I, I would give him a a shot at that um so yeah, I wouldn't have Rodgers in my in my Herbert. I'd I'd actually real well. That's close. I don't know. Sam would probably take Herbert over Rodgers. I don't know. I almost would for the upcoming year. I I would if I was putting money on it. I would say that Herbert throws more touchdowns and more yards than Aaron Rodgers does in the upcoming year. Is what but, I would. Think. But I mean, yeah. I mean, nobody's thrown more touchdowns than Herbert has in his first three seasons. That's just okay. That's literally a fact. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and, and and then again, he he's going to be like Rivers. He plays for the Chargers, and that's going to be a detriment to him for for a while. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I guess I agree with the list. And like you said, the top three you can't dispute. You can yeah. put them in whatever order you want, really. And those are the three best quarterbacks in the league. Joey, what do you think? Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. Top three. I mean, they just separate themselves. I personally would much like you guys pull Stafford out. I just think injury prone, all the things. Now. Same way that you said after the Super Bowl, you had to put him in there because you know he and played I thought he was. Out. He had a really yeah. good he had a really good run, and he solidified right. himself probably as a Hall of Fame. Exactly, exactly. Great team around him, defense, all the whole nine. Um, like you, I'm the same way. I just I don't know what it is. I love Jalen Hurts. Um, I like the way he plays. I like his mentality. I like his the strength that he plays with. Everything like just well rounded. And it could be biased, don't get me wrong, but I do feel like he should be higher, and I think he will be higher um, just because I feel like it's going to continue with the team he has around him. Um, but really, I mean, all the things that you were said, we're, we're all spot on with it. Yeah, and let me, let me just say this too, uh, Jake, and I think, I think we all can agree with these five. If, if mm -hmm. we're talking about moving forward in football and you're talking about the five best quarterbacks, Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, uh, Lawrence and Hurts. Those are probably the five best quarterbacks in football coming up this year. Facts. Uh, not, Facts. not just mentioning their age, but they are they are the five most talented quarterbacks at their position. Yeah. Um. Right. And their teams are the ones that that go into the year feeling like contenders. Even the Jaguars. You've got Trevor Lawrence. You saw what happened last year. You're feeling like a like a serious contender. So those and, those are the top five, and and get Rogers out of there. He's he's just that's not him. That's not him anymore. I agree, and you know I feel like I don't know what it is. I 
I knew that Trevor Lawrence had such a good year and he made that sophomore jump like we talked about, but I feel like there's been so much hype around Calvin Ridley being on that team that his expectations, I think it's going to boost him up even more in this third season. So I'm really excited now that you bring up Lawrence to see that just because, I mean, we know how good Calvin really is. We know he's had those issues. I'm excited for him to get back to it because let's be honest, he's one of the best receivers in the league when his head's on straight and he's not gambling his life away. So um, I'm excited for that. Yeah, so speaking of receivers, we'll run through this really quick and get into the draft. Uh, top 10 receivers in the NFL – uh, going from one to ten, Justin Jefferson, Devontae Adams, Jamar Chase, yes, yes, and yes, Tyreek Hill, Cooper Cup, Stephon Diggs, AJ Brown, DK Metcalf, Terry McLaurin, CD Lamb. Honorable mentions. I thought the honorable mentions were interesting. Uh, Debo Samuel, Mike Evans, T. Higgins, Garrett Wilson, Jalen Waddle, Devontae Smith. Let me just say this. The wide receiver pool in the NFL right now is insane. It is stupid talented. Uh, the top three, Jefferson, Adams, Chase. Yes, yes, and yes. Honestly, they're 1A, 1B, and 1C for me. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter whatever order you want to put them in. Personally, if I had to pick a guy on the Patriots, I'd pick Devontae Adams. But uh, four, I got a problem. And five, I have a problem. Because Stephon Diggs is a top five wide receiver in the NFL almost every single year. He should be top five in this list. I don't care if you if you kick Cooper Cup out or Tyreek Hill out. Doesn't matter to me. Stephon Diggs is a top five receiver in the NFL. Uh, arguably, let me look at this list. He is the... He's the second best route runner on the, on this list. Devontae Adams, number one, and Diggs is number two. He's the second best route runner, gets open all the time, catches everything that's thrown to him, always reliable. He's always out on the field. If you get him in fantasy, you're getting him for 17 games. He's not missing games, nothing like that. Um, but, I mean, Cooper Cup, he, 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 he tore his ACL. I mean, he didn't even play last year. I don't know how you have him in, in the top ten. Um, I guess same thing as Stafford. You're basing it off of two years ago yeah. for whatever yeah. reason. Um, AJ Brown, yeah, top ten guy. Mm -hmm. uh, DK, um, I thought that one was questionable. I thought it was was. I, I probably had Debo Samuel. Yeah, that of DK and, and Debo got got honorable mention. Uh, if I had yeah. to pick between those two guys and pick it, Debo Samuel, um, Terry McLaurin, he's fine. He's Whatever. I mean, you could exchange these honorable mention guys for him. CD Lamb, Joey, I know you like CD Lamb. I think he's overrated because uh, he drops a million passes uh, every single year. But um, yeah, I, I mean, the talent pool's insane. I just, my biggest gripe was that Stephon Diggs is not in the top five. Yeah, I agree. The CD Lamb pick, I don't see, I, it could just be me. I'm really high on Terry McLaurin. I think he's a great route runner. I think he catches the ball at the high point. All the good things. I think it's recency bias with DK Metcalf. We know who he is. We know he's strong. We know he's very strong hands. He's pretty reliable with catching the ball. I think it's I think it's just recency bias where I've seen it fall off a little bit compared to what it was, where I had a hard time. That was the one thing that stepped out or 
you know, stood out to me was seeing his name on there, especially above Terry McLaurin and even CeeDee Lamb. I don't know what it is. I can't help it. I do. I do like CeeDee Lamb. I don't know what it is. But um, that was probably the one thing that jumped out at me when I was looking at this list. Like you said, Cooper Cup, he was injured, so I don't understand the the number five on that. But Tyreek Hill, I'll, I'll go to bat for him here because he is – what what's your qualm with him? Because you, you mentioned that that was it. Yeah, because I feel like see for me. Oh no no no! I, I don't have a problem with Tyreek Hill. I I just think okay. that okay. I I think that Diggs is better in terms of all around receiver, all that junk. I I just think mm-hmm. that Diggs is better than him. That that's yeah. all. I see, mean he he's he's insane. Yeah, for sure. Well, and that's just me because when I look at this list, like I know you said the top three are, are who they are, but for me, the top four is that way. Just because Tyreek Hill is so consistent, and you know he's a game changer. I problems. mean, he's a game changer. Yeah. yeah, he's a cheat code, and I think that's the reason why you see it. It's like if you do have him on fantasy or you're watching him play, you're like, dude, this guy's just. I mean, he's DBs can't keep up with him. His route running's crazy. He breaks out really well. So it's just like. um, you know he's he's a stud, but all the thing, all the other things you said, you know, I just I back them up too. So pretty good list. Yeah, I agree. I, the list is the all ten of those except for DK. I think you know he should have been an honorable mention and Devo Samuel yeah. being there. But you could go either way uh, with any of those guys. I mean, anything after three, I think anything after three, you know. It is what it is. All those guys are still really good, but uh, th- then again, you know Terry McLaurin's probably the the cutoff there. He's probably my my cutoff person and as being in the top ten. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you, Jake. CD did drop. He I like CD too, Joey. I do. Mm-hmm. But I did. Yeah. But then again, he does have Dak thrown in the ball, so I don't know. Maybe maybe the ball is coming in there at a at a weird trajectory or something. Uh, could be. Uh, well, and I, you know, one thing I would really like to see, I wish on some of this, because I have ESPN Plus, I look at all these lists and everything, and, you know, the running back contract conversation has me thinking, when I look at lists like this, especially for the wide receivers with how they get paid and the way that they're paid out in their contracts and everything, I want to see this list compared to what they're getting paid. Like, I want them to throw that in there, because like you said, when I look at this list, a lot of it's pretty comparable. So I want to see how they go based on this because it seems like it's one after another. They're the next highest paid, the next highest paid. So I think that would be pretty interesting to see when they put this out is just to see what they're getting paid compared to this because the wide receiver position is so competitive. Yeah. And it's also one of those things that like every year, just because like, you know, Jamar Chase, he's getting paid, you know, Within the next whatever, how two years I think uh, he'll be eligible. But like, say he was coming up this next year because I don't know who all is coming up next year. But say he's coming up next year. Well, say right now, whoever the highest paid receiver right now is in the NFL. I I don't know who it is. Regardless if he's better than him or not, he's going to make more money than him. And it's one of those things that that is so hard for me to wrap my head around. Because like it's it's like okay well if Randy Moss was playing right now you would have to offer him a five year one hundred and fifty million dollar deal that's what you would have to pay for him because he's that much better than everybody else um, they, they, it's like yeah it's weird just just because like technically the best 
guy at each position every single year technically isn't the best. Like the highest paid guy isn't necessarily the best guy. And so it it's just going to keep going up. Like it, yeah. it it's going to screw these owners over, which is whatever. But like the, the yeah. salary cap thing, it's going to be an issue at some point. And me and Sam have talked about this where you're going to have to have somebody that just says, okay, stop. And we just got to reset the market. Yeah, but sure. I don't know. I, I don't know if it'll happen anytime soon. I think it, it's a regulation thing. I think that the the contract, how they're structured, the NFLPA, the owners and stuff, they're going to have to like figure out some way to regulate this because it's it's going to get out of control. It really is. Yeah. Um, okay. The draft time. So we're not we're not doing a draft per se. We're going to do a top five list. Okay, so so everybody knows like we usually do a draft. You take somebody, boom, they're off the board. This time we're doing a top five. So me and Cove can have the same thing, or Joey and Cove can have the same thing, different order. It doesn't matter. They can have literally the same list. It doesn't matter. We're just doing top five artists slash band slash musician, whatever you want to call it. Um, and this obviously stems from last week. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, Joey, you can go one because because yeah, let's you're, go. You're the oh, guest. Um, oh, Cove, you can go. You can go two, and I'll go three. And it doesn't matter if we snake it or not because it's just a top five. So, uh, yeah, Joey, number one overall. Uh, and, and and let me preface this: my list isn't my my top five in terms of who I like, who I'm favorable towards. It's who yeah. I think is the greatest ever. So it's like it's like if I did a quarterback list and like I, I don't know, I don't give two craps about Dan Marino, but and that's just the first thing that popped in my head. I don't give two craps about Dan Marino, but is he in my top five list? Yeah, because he's a top five quarterback. So that's how I'm based I'm, I'm not doing it based off of people that I like. I'm doing it based off of what I think. Yeah. And see then that's kind of the thing with me being first overall just in general or just picking first, I think about that because I, I really just want to pick the people that I like. Um, Mine, I, think I, I have, do the I have same what I like. Thing, Jake. I, I can be – it doesn't matter. I can do it that way, but I had yeah. I had my my top five is yeah. is essentially what I had. But, but we, I can do whatever to follow, but uh, I was going to do my my top five bands and musicians. But – it's it's whatever y'all want to do. Okay, Joe, if you want to do that, you can do that. I'm Jake, just gonna pick. Yeah. I think I'm gonna do top five. Let's do top five most influential. So just do it that way. And if Cove, if you want, I think that, that follows my personal. I think that 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 follows like my. Okay, let's do that okay. one, Jake. Okay, okay. all right. I so I can do that. So you still want me going first? Yeah. Yeah. First up, I was looking at this and I've had since we talked about this, Jake, I was like, you know what? I hate to pick it because I really I'm not the biggest fan of their music. But as far as the first group that I'm going to go with, it has to be the Beatles, because when we talked about it, I was looking at it, not even the biggest fan of their music. But for how they changed music, culture, I mean, the list goes on and on. You could not pick them when a. Um, so I decided to go with them. And like I said, if it was personal favorite, they wouldn't have been on that, the, the number one spot for sure. Um, but as far as picking most influential in all time, it has to be them. Uh, 
the Beatles are much like Wilt Chamberlain in my mind, and that they could not play in this era. <laughs> that's what that's what I'll say about the the Beatles. I think like I don't li- I have listened to their music. Yeah, your music t- takes are terrible. Could we stop right hey. here? You're saying that playing a musical instrument can't translate from 1965 <laughs> to today. No, the Let's music's say. still good today. You've been listening too much Swift. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just, I, I, I just, I mean, me personally, I that that that's why like this list is is different. Like that's that's the list that me and Joey yeah. are doing in terms of like, are the Beatles like a top five in terms of what oh, we're I talking? Agree. Yeah, I, I had agree. them, I had them written down. All I'm saying is, from a personal aspect, I don't really care for the Beatles. Okay, all right, yeah, yeah, and okay, and you're probably not going to care for. Am I going next, Jake? Yeah, Allison Chains. I already wrote it down. Yeah. All right, so listen, we'll just get it out of the way, and I'll just say if if we're picking the greatest band, in my opinion, the Alice in Chains, we'll get it off the or, board. or individual, okay. like it doesn't have to just be bands, like it's right, right. Understand, but but I'm not going to do that. Everybody who knows me knows that's number one for me, so I'm I, I am not doing it in that sense. Okay. If I was going to pick as as we're picking right now, my band would be kind of similar to Joey's in the sense of I'd pick Led Zeppelin. Okay. I think I think Led Zeppelin is probably sure. the most influential supergroup of all time. They have four they have four all-stars, okay, is what it is. They have they have John Bonham, their drummer, who is a top three drummer of all time. John Paul mm-hmm. Jones, their bassist, he's one of the most talented musicians to ever live. Uh Jimmy Page is top five, probably top five most influential guitarist of all time. And then Robert Plant's one of the best vocalists of all time. I think Led Zeppelin, uh, their music will stand the test of time. I think so. We're, no, no, no. I, I totally agree with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if, and if, if, so looking at it though, like I think it would be a real competition. I'd be eager to see who is more, more famous, more influential between the Beatles and Led Zeppelin. Cause they were close at the time mm-hmm. and, sure. and both in rock. But if, if I was picking most influential, I'd say Led Zeppelin. Okay. Yeah. Um, my number one overall pick, and I'm glad. I'm glad that this got to me. Honestly, I was because I know that in terms of music, me and Joey relatively like the same uh, music and all that. Um, I'm also going with an oldie, but somebody that also just changed the game and also changed how artists are paid the reason why artists are paid how they're paid now is because of this guy ray charles ray charles number one overall for me wow banger after in terms of like what the kids call banger now like it's not a banger, whatever you know what i mean but like the soul aspect of it um like how the, the the story in terms of like had glycoma lost his vision at like age six and was still able to play, like learn the piano, um, sing, go on the road, all that stuff. And the, the, I mean, I got a woman, hit the road jack, mess around, Georgia on my mind, what I say, one and two. Uh, I believed in my soul, America the beautiful, uh, hallelujah, I love her so much, that one's good. I mean, I'll be good to you, that one's awesome. You know, like, dude, just hit after hit and if you got i don't know if you guys have ever seen the movie uh with jamie fox uh called uh i think it's called ray is what it is um 
And that, that's what I was talking about with how artists are paid. He's the reason why people are paid out, how they're paid out. It's because of him. And he, he literally quit a band or two because he wasn't like, he was like, we shouldn't be getting paid like this. Like we should be getting paid like this. Um, so not, not just music wise, but like his impact on the business side of music as well uh, was huge. And Ray Charles is like, if you guys know who Quincy Jones is, Joey, I know you, you know who that is. Um, yep. he's the reason why Quincy Jones is who he is. So like no, he, no. he, he didn't just like bring himself up. He brought <clears throat> others up with him, but yeah, Ray yeah. Charles. Awesome. Yeah. And so I'm up next, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. My next pick is kind of tough because one thing that I look at with music and the reason why I love it as much as I do, Jake, me and you have talked about this many times is the fact that how it affects everyone doesn't matter who you are, where you're from, all the things you can relate to it. You can hear it, you can feel it, and it carries. My list is based on that. And so when I put that together. Same here. Um, my, that, that's how my list is. Yep. Yeah. And changes in culture and changes like widespread throughout different, you know, different subsets of culture in general, in general, society in general, this person embodied that. And that's Elvis Presley, just because of the way his stage presence, the way that he went about Mm it with this, are we doing where once you pick someone, it's taken away? No, no, I, I doing just no, no, we we can, we can, we can say the same ones. So, and my next pick is going to be very, no, 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 it's not snake. I'm saying that, this pick, the reason why I chose these guys is because of that. They embodied that. Um, not only was he musically culture changed the culture, but also in movies. We, we all know that about Elvis Presley. Um, and, you know, as as sad as it is, I mean, I don't really like to bring this up whenever it comes to artists like that. But he's one of those that his story was almost cemented because of the tragic ending. And, you know, there's multiple artists that are after him that were the same way. And so, like, when you look at it from start to finish, everything that he was involved in, cultural changes, he he embodies a list like this and he has to be on it. So that's why I chose him as my second pick. That's a good pick. Kyle? Um... Uh, all right. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go with Prince. Yeah, that's a good one. Prince and the Revolution. A bunch of. Uh, I mean, when doves cry. Uh, uh, what Purple is it? Rain. Uh, Purple Rain. Yeah. Uh, Little Red Corvette. Little Red Corvettes. What I was, Yeah, a bunch of a bunch of hits and uh, a really really talented musician overall. Great guitar player as well. But uh, I think that's a cultural thing as well, Joey. I think Prince was a, a very uh, a very influential uh, style uh, of music. When when he obviously it was rock and pop, but like they mm-hmm. put on a show. Those guys like Prince is a showman. That that's part of what he does. So if I were okay. so I, with mine, I would pick Prince. I'm a fan of this guy and not necessarily a fan of uh, if you want to call him a rival or whatever. But uh, mm-hmm. Tupac Shakur, uh, Tupac. But in terms of like, dude, culture. He like ra- like Joey. If we're being honest, he raised a whole culture. In terms of absolutely what, what the '90s were, in terms of rap and, and culture, and and he's the reason why like movies like Juice were able to get made 
during that run. Yep. Boys in the Hood, same thing. Uh, Menace to Society, uh, yep. Dead Presidents. All those are because of like Tupac, what he was, and how he elevated like that culture. Um, and, and, and that that's all that. And we haven't even said two two things about his music. And like yeah. his music was like culturally changing too. Like all eyes on me. <laughs> but dude, Tupac for sure has to be like, yeah, he's got to be on a top five list. Just just so everybody yeah. knows to clear up, Tupac was on my list. Oh, so hey, and actually, I have another rapper on my list too. I actually have two more. I know who you have. I know who you have. You can't deny it. Jay, go, go ahead. Go ahead Who's with your third pick. Yeah. All right. So I've got enough of this stuff. I'm I'm tired. I, I want to pick people that I like. Okay. okay. I'm going to pick yep. bands and music that I like from here on out. My next one is going to be someone that you guys, a group that you guys would probably have never thought I would put on this list. Um, like Jake has said, I listen to all all types of music. It's it's been that way growing up. This group and this band is R and B group that I have been mm. a huge fan of to Come this on. day. I still listen to yeah. boys to men. Boy, I was boys already writing, I was already writing it down. I'm talking top to bottom slap after slap. And their music is just, not only is it very, uh, it hits you right in the soul, but it's some baby making music too, for all the listeners out there. I tell people all the time that that group, if you have never listened to them, go and check them out, but you have to like that smooth R and B sound. Also, on top of that, is the amount of accolades and just plaques that they have. It's astounding whenever most people haven't heard of them. So that is, from here on out, like I said, I got my top two. I'm going for the the oldies, but now I'm going for the people I like. Jake, you took Tupac. I hate you for it. But from here on out, I'm just going favorites. It's it's getting too boring for me. <laughs> yeah, so I'll... I'll uh go back to, yeah y'all already said my next one i was gonna say marshall mathers <laughs> he was in my top three son that, i don't care a uh, race gender whatever whatever that dude right there is a genius lyricist that guy right there can rhyme anything he rhymed the word orange Okay, he literally did that. Uh, Eminem was was on my list. You talk about a cultural influence. That guy right there in the early 2000s, I mean, had guys like me sagging his pants, you know, wearing (laughs) 3XL shirts. Yeah, that's what that's what Eminem did to quoting you know, eight, quoting Eight Mile at Recess. Yeah, dude. I mean, oh we yeah, did, and when, that's that. the best. That's <laughs> the best rap battle of all time. Even though it's like staged in a movie, the yeah. the last scene right there with with Eminem that's that's next level. Yeah, you've never heard Wild and Out, I guess. But uh, yeah, no, I, the I'm, trash. I'm kidding. Nick I'm Cannon kidding, have I'm another kidding. kid. Hey, hey, don't tip picks. Don't tip picks here, all right? He might be on my list. Nick Cannon? Chill out, Cobb. <laughs> no, so so full disclaimer, whenever I was at Joey's house on Saturday, Cobb, I was really close. I said it I said it as an idea. I was really close to you two like picking legit picks and stuff. And I was gonna try to make your blood boil and take the most <laughs> outlandish things. Yeah. Like yeah. like Allie and AJ, uh Lil Romeo. <laughs> Lil uh, Romeo. I was gonna pick Papa Doc from Eight Mile, you know? 
Papa Doc. He, he literally did say that. And I said, I literally, my response was, now we're in trouble. Like, yeah. if that's what he's going with. Oh, man. If we have any listeners left, they would have tuned out at that point. <laughs> but I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to get your uh, blood pressure up tonight. But well, thank uh, you. yeah, I, Drake Bell was on my list probably. But mm-hmm. um, all right. So my third pick, I, I'm going Jay Z. So I've, nice. I've got back, back to back to back rap, and I know that that's going to make Cove mad. Joey, I told you what, what Cove thinks. Sucks, he, he already knows. Jay-Z's Jay-Z's Dude, Jay Z's not good. He's not good. He's never been good. Then I cannot, I cannot, like, I, I'm being serious. I'm not even trying to joke right now. I cannot take. If you if you want to tell me about rock music and and Allison Chains and all that junk, fine, cool, go ahead. You can't tell me two things about rap if you don't think that Jay Z is good. He, dude, he, him and Tupac are what, in my opinion, are one and two in terms of greatest ever. Yeah, you've told me that before, and I laugh hysterically every time. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't get it. I, I really don't get it. But you said you like Tupac. Yeah, I like Tupac. He's ten times better than Jay-Z, dude. He's way better. Way dude, better. They're, they're... You're trying to tell me they're you the How same. many songs have you listened to of both those guys? Like one or two? No, dude. I've listened to Tupac's entire catalog, and I haven't listened to Jay-Z's because he sucks. I don't want to take the time to if you like Tupac, to If you like Tupac, it makes no sense that you don't like Jay-Z. I I don't see the correlation there. I ne- I've never I've I've never got it, dude. I just don't get the Jay Z hype. I really don't. I, I I don't get it. I think he's actually. If we're gonna be real, if if I'm gonna put it out there, he's the most overrated artist I've ever heard of in my life. Jay Z. Name 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 his top five songs, Jake. His top his top five. Yeah, just or name. My- name 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 your top five Jay Z song. Dead Presidents is is number one uh, for me. Uh, Public okay. Service Announcement is probably number two. The entire Blueprint album. Oh well, that's yeah. That's the entire that's, album, that's, <laughs> dude. That's up all there. Right, yeah, I I got that's my next there. one for y'all then. So I know, so, I know no, come. I already I know who you're going to talk. So Jay Z, what makes Jay Z Jay Z is again cultural, uh, but it's it's rhythm and flow. Because that's two things that he – it's really tough. Jay-Z is one of those artists, when you listen to certain rappers and Eminem's this way, if you want, want to really appreciate it, you have to have their lyrics pulled up while you're listening to the full album, and you have to listen to the full album. Fast. Like, Jay Cole is that way, where if you're going to do it, when an album is released, you're going to start at the, at the very first song, and you're going to play them in order. You're going to pull up the lyrics because – it's one of those where you have to listen to it a few times where you catch all of the connections. And that's what I appreciate about Jay-Z. Cause I agree with you, Jake. Like he has so <laughs> many good songs. Like that's why he's a top selling artist or it, it just artist in general, but definitely a rapper, you know? Yeah. I mean, I mean, good pick, I guess, if that's what you want me to say, but he, <laughs> I, I wouldn't, is. I wouldn't have that dude. That's in all my we top, wanted. Top 100, but, but, yeah, so so go ahead, Jay. You just have – I mean, it's okay if you want to say yeah. that you just have a vendetta against the guy. No, no, no. I don't mm. have a vendetta. And part of it is – I'll just go ahead and say part of it is I'm 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 not familiar with his with his catalog. I, I'm not that familiar with Jay-Z. But I will tell you this. 
nothing that I've heard from Jay Z to me personally. I'm like, damn, that's that was that was a good song. I'm like, damn, that was you know that was that was. Yeah, good. you don't you don't like you don't like listening to the words when you listen to rap. And there no, are people like that. No, no, it's fine. There, there are people yeah. like that. that well, no, they, I do. They'd rather hear a sick beat or whatever than than the words and the story that's being told. Well, I, I guess, but I guess I would have to look up some of his lyrics to understand these claims of him being this great. Oh, lyricist. dude, lyricist, I, 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 lyricist. Yeah. He's oh man, him and Eminem are are the greatest lyricists to ever exist. Okay, I mean, I, I can I can respect it, but I just think it's hysterical anytime you bring up Jay Z in these in these top five. Joey, I'm I. Like, I, dude, anytime I say the word Jay Z in front of Tom, <laughs> dude, he just he just wants to like shoot me in the face. <laughs> I just I don't get it's it. On. But uh, go ahead, Joey. All right, my next pick is going to be a flashback um, because I sat in the car next to my wife and I listened to this man on the screen across from me disrespect Michael Jackson and say that Taylor Swift is better than him. The oh, worst take oh of all time. my gosh. And I know he did it just to rile us up, but I fell for it. And so I'm driving in the car, and I shit you not, I had to turn it off because I was like, you know yep. what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back to this. And I did. I finished the entire episode so that you guys could have a full listen. Michael Jackson Aside from his personal antics, just because of the way he was brought up, and of course the Jackson Five and all the things, the Jacksons, the Jackson Five, cultural icon, great, great songwriter. Cove, you alluded to that during the episode. I wish you guys could see Jake's face right now. <laughs> the was, dude wrote Thriller. He wrote the dude Thriller. Wrote thriller. Possibly the greatest song, and mo- not greatest. No, not even song. Well-known I'm talking about the album. Song. Yeah, I'm talking about the album yeah. too. Oh, yeah. oh okay. It's, I see. As an album, thr- the Thriller album. The it, Thriller album. Yeah, I'm about to look it up. I, I, it's one Do of it. the top selling albums. It of all is. Time. It is. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty passionate about this just because again, music is a thing, and so again, off off microphone antics of his were a whole nother story and a whole nother discussion. But as far as a performer changing the game, king of pop all the things that come along with that, that I'm not going to beat a dead horse. Everybody knows these things. He's got to be on this list. And so when, <laughs> when, I, when I heard Jake say this, I about flipped my lid because when you were talking about the total sales, Taylor Swift is nowhere near like Michael Jackson is number three all time behind the Beatles and Elvis. So that's I, was saying, I, was like, okay. I was saying album. Yeah. Like in terms right. of those, but, those two. Yeah. But you alluded to this the other day, and it's he was selling eight tracks and vinyl records. Yep. Fast. <laughs> and, Fast. And, and Taylor Swift is on Spotify and Apple yeah. Music. Could Michael so, Jackson um, play in today's league? <laughs> oh, 100%. 100%. He would re, reinvigorate it. Michael, uh, Actually, honestly, Taylor Swift would probably bring him out for duet. For, yeah. yeah. See, I, Cove, Cove, I think you're – I think – Joey, no, no, a thousand percent. Honestly, I'm shocked that Michael Jackson wasn't picked earlier. Cub, I think you're a little bit of a fraud because you picked Prince above Michael Jackson. (laughs) We already knew. Joey, Joey, you had to have thought when he said Prince, you were like, dude, wait a second, what is Cub doing right now? Well, no, no, no. You you can rewind this and look at my exact face. (laughs) Yeah, so, all right. So, in defense of that, I, I defended. Michael Jackson enough to for everybody I think to understand that he would be in my top five. Um, yeah. 
you know, yeah, but I you was, pick Prince over him. I mean, you still maybe. pick Prince. And Prince is yeah, awesome. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I was about Prince to say, awesome. going awesome for awesome, but I mean, whatever, whatever. Yeah, I'll yeah, take the exactly. slander for picking exactly. Prince before I picked Michael Jackson, but I was hoping Joey, somebody fraud. with some common sense, you're, you're would fraud. pick Michael Jackson throughout this. So just, there you go. Just yeah, you're you're right. a fraud. You're a fraud. So I'm about to, all right, I'm about to throw one off the top rope from you. Yeah, Kodak Black. Gonna... We got it. Yeah, yeah, we got. I already wrote it down. I already if wrote it down. Go, if you want to, if you want to talk about some yeah, already some wrote down. lyrics. Yeah, Kodak, go do yourself a favor. That is a lyrical genius. You don't know lyrics if you. Joey had to get up and walk away. <laughs> Joey, this this is exactly yeah. Jo- Joey, this is exactly why I said that you, I can't take what Cove says about rap. If seriously, if he doesn't think that Jay Z is good and he thinks that Kodak Black is a lyrical genius. Oh, Kodak Kodak puts out bangers per week, bub. Bangers per they're, week. They're bangers, exactly. They're bangers in the sense that, like yeah. today's kids think. On mymixtapes.com. Yes. No yeah. first shout out. He's Gucci Mane. Like he's Gucci Mane bangers is what you're hey, talking about. Don't you about. disrespect? I, 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 I know. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I know. But Gucci Mane isn't the best lyricist of all time. We're, we're not. We're not saying that. <laughs> Dude, I don't, it's a very uh, freaky girl. I'll. <laughs> I'll put uh I'll put Kodak on there just to I guess get you riled up. No, He's better no, than Jay Z. Do you really do you really want me to to write that down? Like like is that your legit pick? Kodak. Uh no, I mean he could be he would be he should be top five. Who's your number who's your number four? Who's your number four? I can't put that on a graphic. Like nobody's gonna vote for you. <laughs> um okay, uh because we're kind of going back to people, uh, you know, that we like. Um, uh, give me, give me Johnny Cash. Hey, Johnny Cash. Couldn't play in today's game, but yeah, dude, that doesn't make sense in music. Play, play it really doesn't balls. make sense, dude. <laughs> Come, he, I'm just, I, uh, dude, I'm busting okay. balls over, but I am being serious. <laughs> nobody's listening, dude. Here. Nobody's listening to Johnny Cash right now. You know who's listening to Johnny Cash? The drunk 22-year-olds that are on Broadway in Nashville when Ring of Fire comes on. Oh, God. I don't – whatever. <laughs> whatever, I guess. Uh, you know, I had to pay respect to uh, Johnny Cash. Whatever. Shout out, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, mm, I only got two picks left. Um, Go ahead and use one of them, bub. We know. We know you got your girl on there. Go ahead and shout her out. I mean, I do have a name written down. Um, man, I got to go with hmm. – I hope that we – I'm not going to. I hope we get a certain country artist – that me and Joey may or may not have talked about this weekend on this list. I'm personally not going to pick him. Unfortunately, I'm not going to pick him, but just because country music, I don't want to get into it. Like country music is like, Mm -hmm. it's very different in terms of like what we're taught, like culturally change it like that. So like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, I want to pick one that's going to make Cove mad. I might get it with my last pick, but Influence wise, I mean, I gotta go with my girl Britney Spears. Oh wow! I mean, dude, okay. 
You're talking about me putting Kodak on a graphic, and you're going to sit here and put Britney Spears on your You think Kodak? You, you don't think you're Kodak Black is? You don't think Britney Spears is better than Kodak Black? Get out of here, Britney Spears, dude. Knows who Victor Wembanyama is? Okay, that that's first and foremost. Kodak will have a song well, about Victor within three weeks. Bet money. Go ahead. Dude. No, I, Britney Spears. I mean, I don't even have to say anything. Like her career, like speaks for itself. She, dude. Okay, as weird as this is going to sound, dude, she was 16 years old when Hit Me Baby One More Time came out. Yeah, Six, yeah, yeah. And, oh, dude, yeah. millionaire, like, just like that overnight, and a cultural icon just like that overnight off of one song. And she didn't just one-hit wonder it. She continued it, longevity. Then she went crazy and stuff. Like, that's whatever. Joey was like, you know, what Michael Jackson is off the mic is is what he is off the mic. I'm talking about music. Britney Spears, just her music, insane. Insane. I don't care if y'all, you guys like it or not. Is it a personal pick? Yes. Is she a top five? Like, if we only had one top five list? No, absolutely not. Is she top 25 of, like, in, like culturally influenced artists or whatever we want to call it? Yeah. Yeah, it's Britney Spears. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> so I will see your Britney Spears say it. Raise you say it. A queen. Oh, Rihanna. Yes, yes, yes. Rihanna. Um, yeah. We all know who she is. Super Bowl yep. performer. Yeah, billion, billionaire also. Performer. Billionaire also. Billionaire. Um, the only female that technically she's not crazy far behind this person female wise as far as a performer but madonna she's second to madonna as far as sales go and i would say as far as total units moved but madonna is madonna i'm i'm not the biggest fan of her just in general the music i get the culture i get all the things but for me rihanna's up there i wanted to make sure that she was represented um back to the britney spears thing i feel like just touching on it, I feel like Rihanna has a ton of cultural changes that she's had over time. And on top of that, she's also had different changes in her music. Like she has that almost like uh, that that baddie music where she can put the 808s on it and she can just go at you or she can take a step back and sing. Absolutely. Like Drake in that regard. So I couldn't leave her off the list when that when when it comes to that. Absolutely. Now, Rihanna definitely deserved to get paid. Cuff, your your last pick, Bob. <laughs> oh. Kenny thinking. G. Do what? Kenny G. Uh, no, I've got a couple of people I'm wanting to, to go through, but uh let's go with uh with Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. I'll, I'll take Hendrix. So- I'm I'm not kidding you when I say this. I almost picked Jimi Hendrix instead of Boys to Men. That I almost probably would have been it. better, yeah. My list For would sure. have been more well-rounded, but I had to pick one that I personally – I had to shift gears. Uh, do you listen to his music a lot? Yeah, I listen to Hendrix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's yep. – man, he just <laughs> – Insane, like once yeah, in a yeah. once in a lifetime talent when it comes to playing an electric guitar. I mean, talk yeah. about change the game, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, that dude. Yeah, he he influenced guitar playing more than more than just about anybody. 
I agree. I agree completely. Um, don't end it on this note, Jake. Please. No, Just... I'm looking at my list. So, Joey, you've got because you talked about a well-rounded list, and I, mm-hmm. I, I, I like that. Um, in terms of like a strategy to win a poll, mm-hmm. um, that's what I've been going for, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is tough. This is tough. Oh, um, should I pick? I'll leave it up to you guys. Should I? Should I pick somebody that is that I want to pick, or somebody that is like? influential in terms of like what, you know, what they did. And then what is your list again? Who's on your list again? Ray Charles, Tupac, Jay-Z, Britney Spears. You need to pick somebody you'd like. I agree. Well, I like all those. I I literally listened to all four of those people that, that I've picked so far. Um, So my, my list works both ways, but somebody that I like, Man, can we go just prime? Is that possible, or do we have to take the whole body of no, work? No, you can you can go prime because some people's bodies of work are shorter than others. No doubt. So take their no, prime. I don't want to take this dude on a graphic. No, no, forget that. No, I'm not going to take this guy on a graphic. You're about to say Kanye. Yes, I was about to say Kanye West. Oh dear God! Thanks. Thank. Don't even put him on the graphic. Move on to somebody else. Was that oh, your? Don't was get that me your... started about Kanye. Um. Wait, we can talk about him. Uh, give Brad. me, dude, F it. Yeah, give me Taylor Swift. Screw it. Um, and, and I don't even have to say anything because we talked about it last week. Uh, Kanye. Well, what do you think, Joey? I mean, like, like in terms of Pete, dude, that's why I wanted to draft him is because, yeah. dude, con- like graduation, college dropout. Um, yeah. All that, dude, like just an all-time run who he was like early 2000s to you want to call it 2013 ish give or take yeah um let's let's just talk about simply the fact that he was so good at taking a sample and making it into a full full work of art and that's that's one thing that i that's one of the things about hip hop and rap that I appreciate is how you take a snippet of something and then you turn it into a full song, a full background, a full chorus, a full everything. J. J. Cole with, with Kanye. Yeah, workout. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, <clears throat> Drake does it all the time. So, uh, big fan of Kanye, old Kanye more so, but even now, um, you got to understand a lot like the LeBron conversation earlier, Kanye there's no way we can understand his life because he 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 is so out there in a lot of ways like let's not even talk about his mental health problems but he's so out there but that's what makes him a genius and that is one thing that I love is I don't care if you're crazy he 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 thinks outside the box same way with music that's the reason why he was who he was cuz I'm about I'm about Dude, shit. y'all called Kanye a genius on 
freaking real. Joey, Joey, this Unreal. is what I'm talking. This is what musical, I'm talking. Uh, Joey, 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 genius. don't don't musical waste genius. your time when you talk about <laughs> rap. When you talk crying, about dude. rap, do not waste Y'all your time have on Jay Z and Kanye on your list. Cove, Cove, absolutely. If, Joe, Joey, I, don't I'm give good, him the I'm time good. of day. I'm he good. does not I'm know sorry. rap. He does not I, know I rap music. I don't. I would I would prefer Bone Thugs and Harmony over both of them. If I'm gonna be honest, but go ahead. Wow. See, man. Um, no, I can agree. I like 80s, 90s hip hop and rap. Huge fan of Bone Thugs as well. Lil They're Troy, just... better Kanye. Lil Troy had oh, one dude. song. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Uh, he wrote Wanna Be a not... Baller, dude. Uh-oh. Get out of here. Okay. And that's. I, no, I that was a joke, but. That was a joke, but I'm glad y'all don't technically have Kanye on your list. Uh, once again, exact same scenario. Super overrated me. Not really that good, dude. Oh my God. Not that Who, good. I, hang on I, a second. I want to. I just want to know one thing. What is your favorite genre of music? Well, my favorite. It's rock. It's rock. It's rock. I, I, I like rap, too. You got to understand. Jake doesn't know what the hell I've listened to my whole life. He doesn't, <laughs> he's just coming <laughs> off. Come, we've had no this clue. conversation a million times. What are you talking about? <laughs> Dude, All I needed to hear after like the first week that we hung out was that you like Kodak Black and you thought Jay-Z was trash. I was like, okay, I don't ever need to talk to this guy about music again. Yeah. All right, yeah. I mean – all I know is, listeners, go do yourself a favor and listen to some rock music and stray away from this Jay-Z and Kanye bullshit. Yeah, go listen to <laughs> White Snake. Go listen to White Snake. Yeah, and Van Halen. <laughs> yeah. uh, but spe- speaking, of Van Halen. speaking of Van Halen, they were on my honorable mention. So there you go. Cove, the, the, the person that I was about to pick, if you had said, like, uh, not, not my personal, I was going to pick Nirvana. Um, yeah. Whoa. But George Strait, uh, you're yeah, gonna put Nirvana. The... Yeah, you're gonna put Nirvana on the list. Yes. Interesting. I have an interesting take about Nirvana. Go ahead. Oh dear go God! Ahead. Here we go. So, I've been having inter. Go ahead. So Nirvana, the tragedy that surrounded it was what made sure. that what it was. Sure. Um. Do I think they make good music? Yes, I do. They have three or four songs that I listen to on a weekly basis on my workout playlist. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, my whole neighborhood knows these four damn songs. So I'll just say that I agree with that, but I do think that this is one of those scenarios where the tragedy made them what they were, especially when it comes to album sales. Now, don't get me wrong. They were cultural. They they had those changes. They had those moments. But I do think that who he was and the controversy around him from the drug use and all that, again, I don't speak on the dead, but I think that that played a factor. And that sure. I will die on that here with Nirvana. I've had this conversation many, many times. So I know Cubs probably like I don't hate, hate I mean, that. No. I don't hate that. I don't hate I'm that. I'm with it. I'm with it. They're, uh, I don't think they're the best – like '90s grunge band, in my opinion. But if you're, but who do you I, think I, it is? It's Alice in Chains. That's that's you the best Alice grunge. Band. What I tell you, Al- Alice in yeah. Chains, Soundgarden, Pearl Jam, then Nirvana. If if I was, I was gonna, gonna rate, if if I was gonna rate the big four, and then I throw Stone Temple Pilots in there as the fifth. Okay, um, Soundgarden to me is they're they're up there. Um, yeah, I, that, I would I would take them them two musically over Nirvana uh, as as being better bands and uh, having better music, but not getting the Jesus. the uh, the airtime 
that Nirvana did with like Teen sure, Spirit and stuff sure, like that. Absolutely, the, absolutely. Nirvana was yeah. thrown more on more on the mainstream than yeah. what some of those others are. Exactly, and that's what I was going to say. Grunge bands didn't really like that attention. Nirvana flipped that, and that's what made them popular. Absolutely, yeah. And so, I no, we're on the same page. Um, George Strait, uh, he was the country Mm -hmm. guy that I was alluding to, but he was on my list. George Strait, well, he was my one country guy. Um, Other than Johnny Cash, I I said, I said Kanye, Van Halen, uh, Alicia Keys. um, uh, Also, along with Alicia Keys, I would obviously put this person above Alicia Keys, Whitney Houston. I really yeah. wanted I, I out, out of the honorable benches that I just main, named. I think that like she's probably like she needs to be on. Well, this, I think you put her on a vocalist list. list. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I like, mean, like, that, like a vocalist list. With yeah, because she did. Yeah, no, no. I, I get what you're saying, but like, I mean, still, like, even just her vocals, like, is enough to be on any top five list in terms of music. Um, Drake. Duh, I mean, yeah. I don't really, you know. Joey, you know, I, I mean, I'm Drake. I could deal yeah. without. I, it doesn't matter. Bruce Springsteen, and then uh, Usher. Usher's my last one. Yeah, I think I'm, I think Usher re- like Usher revolutionized R and B. I think I think he took Boys to Men and made it into like a like just a modern twist to what yeah. Boys to Men was and Run DMs like all those guys. First two Usher albums, all time R and B albums. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. without a doubt, his first one, he come out hitting hard. And then I'll be honest, it fell off a little. But when you come out swinging like that, it's really hard to come back on yeah. an album like that. So I, I completely agree. You know someone we didn't say, or maybe we did. Did anybody take Elton John? Mm-hmm. I don't, I honestly, honestly, I don't know enough about him, to be honest. Okay, okay, because I was going to say, I, I'm not the biggest fan, but as far as culture and even to this day, I mean, the, the farewell tour he did, good God, it did numbers. But, yeah, and um, I, yeah. not the biggest fan. Yeah, and I think we also missed the – they were on my list before I changed it, but I had the Rolling Stones on there as well. Yeah, Agreed. yeah, for sure. Um, Agree. Now, uh, there is one other Stones. band that we didn't talk about that I – I thoroughly like their music that most people aren't the biggest fan. It's either hit or miss. Nickelback. <laughs> Dude, you, hey, Nickelback you read my mind. Yeah. No, Chicago. Um, I only knew about that from my stepdad. He had a Greatest Hits album, and it was just randomly popped it in, just played it all the time. He loved their music, and sure enough, they have some really good, well-written songs, and they're on a lot of top um, – top artist list um even the billboard top 100 list i think they're like right at 10 or 10 to 15 so that was pretty much all that i had left but there was no way i was picking chicago no one would have ever known who that was Cuff, do you have any other honorable mentions mm-hmm. no i mean no i'm good except for the whole entire 90s rock scene but uh go ahead <laughs> yeah no i mean I thought this was a good draft. I think I think everybody has a, a really strong board. I don't think there's anything mm-hmm. crazy taken besides Cove trying to take t- Kodak Black, and we wouldn't allow it. But, well, no, y'all yeah, y'all yeah. y'all gave me the option to take Kodak because you said it first, so I just went along with it. <laughs> if I'm being serious, is Kodak on my top five? No, he's six. He's number six. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. right behind Takashi six nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't, I don't, I don't mess with Soldier Boy. Yeah. <laughs> <Tell him. laughs> um, but okay, Joey, we uh, we appreciate you coming on this week. You got anything, uh, anything you want to say? 
close us out. Or no, man, I appreciate it. I am. I feel like I have texted you and all of my normal conversation buddies a million times, but I am so ready for football season. Um, it was really good to get on here and talk about it because I've been fiending for it. So I appreciate it. And uh, also, like, like I'm glad that we did this draft. Like everything lined up perfect because of what I said last week. And then I had a Blink-182 concert on Sunday. Got one hour and 20 minutes of sleep going from Sunday to, to Monday. That was awful. But concert was awesome. Uh, Joey, I now rank it. Me and you were talking about this on Saturday. Uh, I rank it as my second second uh, best like concert ever behind, okay. behind. behind Eric, Eric Church. Eric Church one, okay. Blink okay. two, J. Cole three. Nice. And shout out Mike Stud for um, all of them were great, but yeah, Blink was awesome this weekend. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Uh, anybody that wants to check them out, uh, I'm going on a podcast tomorrow. Uh, I think they they drop their episodes on Friday. Uh, it's called Lay Fans Terms, like just like Layman's Terms, but Lay Fans Terms. Uh, going on that, and then uh, no episode next week. Going on a mission trip to Nicaragua. Um, so that's going to be sick. And so this is actually the last episode of season two. Uh, cause basically like once it's perfect, like going on this, this trip next week. So I'll be gone. And then, uh, but like training camp starts up. So like whenever the following week happens, like we'll just launch season three and just roll straight into training camp, talking about all that stuff. Um, but yeah, Cove, you got anything? No, uh, I just appreciate you having me on. And, uh, you know, I, I like to bring a little bit of the basketball knowledge to the podcast. But I know come <laughs> come season three, when it comes to football time, I'll let you uh, you uh, experts uh, deal with that. Because I only – I really – now that Tom's gone, I mean, it really doesn't matter to me. I could I could genuinely care less who, who wins in football. But th- that's just me. I know the Titans aren't going to win. I'll go ahead and say that. They're, they're going to go about 500 like they always do. Um, but, yeah, I mean – I don't know. I guess it's going to be fun watching Kansas City win the next three out of six Super Bowls. So Yeah, yeah, that's probably what's going to happen. Um, but all right, that'll do it for this week. That'll do it for this season. We'll see you guys in two weeks.